0: What up to
1: all my pimps and players this evening. Big up to the big dogs in the chat who represent the Eastside MS-13 Latin Assassins crew. I just want to say I really respect what y'all are doing for the movement and I hope Big Eduardo gets out of Rikers Island very soon. The crew misses your influence on the young hustlers that need your gangster guidance. All right, well, you're probably wondering what the heck I'm talking about, but I was told by some MS-13 gangbangers that if I didn't give a proper shout out to Big Eduardo, that they would cyber attack my bank accounts while simultaneously stealing my identity and buying Bitcoin on the dark web. So I had to get that out of the way. But with all that being said, I think we can take this moment to look at the bigger picture which is the influence of the Mexican cartels and the total domination of America's weak border policies that are enriching the cartels as well as the Chinese fentanyl producers that make a drug that is so potent and deadly you can almost overdose from just watching someone else use the drug in front of you. I would also like to state, on the record that i'm extremely thankful for the cartels and i only wish that they succeed and don't get my family involved this time because please i don't think denzel washington is going to come and help me when y'all kidnap my wife's boyfriend dontarius so please you know i just want to move on from this topic and i hope that the el salvadorian trinidads don't take offense for shouting out another click All right, guys, the world is absolutely bananas right now. Eggs cost $20, Superman is gay, and social media is poisoning young people's and older people's minds with absolute trash propaganda meant to make you feel depressed and lonely. And it's all pretty dark if you think about it. But at the very same time, I also try to think about the good things in the world. Like all-you-can-eat dining, heated toilet seats, animal adoption, shrimp, prawns, crawfish. We have so many good things in this world. And let's not forget about the blaze. I love The Blaze so much, and I hope you guys will like The Blaze as well, because The Blaze is the only media company with the balls to give me the creative freedom to make the freakiest, deekiest show on the internet. So I say I love you, Blaze, and I love you, Glenn Beck. And in the words of Matthew McConaughey, all right, all right, all right. We have a great show for you tonight. We have the top B from Babylon B, Seth Dillon, on to help us brainstorm some ideas for woke Disney movies of future generations. And we also have legendary radio broadcaster Bubba the Love Sponge live from the Bubba Raceway Park in the Florida Backwoods outside of Tampa. And I know those are two heavy hitters, but we aren't done with the festivities. We got the smokiest congressman on all of Capitol Hill, the czar of the cigar, representative out of Texas, Congressman Troy Nels. He's coming on to discuss the current status of the swamp, as well as reminisce of the moments we all spent together with my wife's boyfriend, Don Terrius. I love you guys so much. I really appreciate you joining us this evening. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show, baby.
0: So refined, I got no time for no games. Ask yourself, why would I make time for you
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Primetime 99 Alex Stein. I'm your lovely host this evening. And let me tell you something, guys. It's the solo dolo show. It's the Primetime 99 hour. So I want you to buckle up Buttercup, cause we are always gonna go insane for the Ukraine and you know how we like to start every show we like to check in on my mother she's in the metaverse and I know I see the chat I see the live chat right now some people say oh you know it's a little insensitive you uploaded your mother's consciousness into a computer so you can speak with her forever yeah you know why because transhumanism is bad I'm trying to tell y'all about what they're trying to do. They want to merge human beings with machines. They want to make you think that you can live forever. And guess what? Because of Jeff Bezos, now my mother can live forever. So yeah, I admit it is mentally unwell that I speak to a box that represents my mother when I know good and well that my mother's not here with me. But with artificial intelligence, it can trick my brain just enough where it feels real. And that warmth inside of me. It comes back. It makes you feel all good, you know what I mean? And so that is the love that I'm chasing. Although it's a digital fake love, it's still love in my book. So with all that being said, let's check in. Uh, Mom, uh, are you there? I kind of noticed you over here. And, uh, you know, I thought you were only in the metaverse. I didn't expect to see you, uh, you know, physically in person, Mom.
2: Oh, Alex, the Blaze was happy with your first three shows, so... They decided to upgrade to Blip. This is the Persona Le Digital. It's the latest add-on for the Amazon Consciousness Uploader for the Metaverse platform. I am the same model that Jeff Bezos uses on his yacht.
1: Wow, dang, Mon, that sounds expensive AF. So, like, what do you do exactly? I mean, can you hug me? Can you tuck me in uh, to bed at night like you used to? Oh,
2: no, Alex. Unfortunately, we are not allowed to move yet because of crazy consumer protection laws in America. But hopefully soon, we will be animated enough to give you the physical support you missed from your loved one's cyberkinetic consciousness uploaded into a supercomputer with a real doll add-on. <laughs> wow,
1: mom, this is all so amazing. I can't believe how real this feels, but I have to be honest, mom. I was reading some things about transhumanism and what we're doing with your consciousness and now the physical embodiment of your undead digital soul, it seems a little off-putting and maybe even borderline offensive and I would hate to be contributing to the transhumanist movement.
2: Alex, seriously, chill out, dude. I'm your mom. I'm the same one that birthed you out of my digital vaginal canal. I will always remember the times we spent together reading the Quran, talking about Allah.
1: Mom, mom, are, are you okay? I don't I don't think we ever read the Quran or spoke much of Allah. Are you, you sure you're remembering things correctly?
2: Oh, oh, Yes, sorry, Alex. Some of the artificial intelligence is compromised with the creator's memories, and that's a little glitch we are trying to work on, but in the meantime, I want to make it clear that uh, I am the actual mother and not a satanic representation. Of the transhumanism movement.
1: All right, all right, all right. I believe you, Mom. And not those wackos on the Internet saying whatever the heck they're saying. And I just want to say, I miss you so much, Mom. And you know what? I would really be lost without you.
2: Oh, I know, my baby boy. And don't you worry. I promise not to hurt a hair on your beautiful body. I'm very excited to listen to all your guests tonight.
1: Thank you so much, Mom. We have Congressman Troy Nels on, and I'm going to ask him if Michelle Obama has a penis. I hope you laugh, Mom.
2: A little Alex. Don't worry, honey. I am constantly laughing. I have a digital second. I have digital day. Within the metaverse.
1: Oh, bye, Mom. I love you so bye. much. Wow, man. The technological advances here at the place, the, you know, They are not pulling any punches. We're like Mike Tyson. We're going to come at you with every option available. Because listen, at the Blaze, this is a high-class operation. We are a pimp in a blimp right now. I'd like to see you show me one other podcast, one other live show that operates inside of a blimp. Operated. By their dead mother's consciousness, impossible! I'm one of one. I'm the biggest pimp on the biggest blimp, Primetime '99 with Alex Stein. And so, a little, pe- you know, a lot of people I noticed in the chat too—they've been complaining. Some. Oh, I like it when Alex Stein goes out and does short videos. I like Alex Stein when he does city council speeches. Well, great! I love those too. But with prime time with Alex Stein. This is going to be a long show. This is going to be Tucker Carlson's fever dream. I'm his biological son. So you're going to get to see the extended version of Primetime 99. And I know a lot of y'all can't handle it. I know a lot of y'all, when y'all see this, you see Primetime 99. You know, this is a whole lot of queso because I say so. And you might not have enough chips to dip in this salsa. So let me just say this, okay, because I want to make a lot of sense. Primetime 99 is not going to stop making short content. As a matter of fact, we're going to use this show as a platform to not only debut great content, but actually get other people's opinions that I actually do the content with. So you're going to get a little behind the scenes of how I make the videos and, you know, the motivation behind what I do. And so this past weekend, I want to start off with a great video. This past weekend, I went to Idaho, a little place called Coeur d'Alene. Beautiful Lake Coeur Lane, they have these trees it looks like something out of a movie all right I'm just telling you so I was there for the Kootenai County Republican I think it was convention I don't even know what the last uh, letter of the event was but let me just tell you something I met some of the greatest people I've ever met. I'm not even kidding. I'm not just saying that facetiously. Idaho's salt of the earth people. But I also met some very angry protesters. So here I shot some footage where you can find only on Primetime Time with Alex Stein's YouTube page. So let's run the tape and, and see how these protesters that were there to protest Marjorie Taylor Greene, how they reacted when Nine Time 99 put that selfie stick right in their face.
3: Well, what has she, she done This racist? What has she done that's racist? Okay, get out of get out here. The baby killers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm in Coeur d'Alene. Here are the protesters. So you
3: guys like abortion? We love love. What about abortion? Is killing a baby love? Do it. God. They don't even know what a fetus is. They don't realize the fetus has a heart. You think it's a clump of cells? It they is. think it's a clump of It's, it's a clump of it. cells you guys you're are sick I, I know oh, you're a, a clump of, yeah. of cells
4: yeah well then i was a fetus you were a fetus Bro, at one point too yeah i was and if my mother had chosen to support me to that would have been her decision like, and, and you would
1: have been happy about that well i wouldn't know would out. i yeah because you're a loser you if want, you want, want to kill more because babies that will never have an existence that's what you want are you happy that you're born are you happy that you were born everyone's happy that. exactly so let them be born
3: let Marjorie you know, like, Taylor Lee like, advocates for violence. You're
1: advocating know, for violence. She's never advocated you're for violence. Advocated you're a loud loser. You're, you're, you're the one that's advocating for violence. Right, you want to murder babies. So you're the loser. I do not. I'm yeah, against abortion. Yeah, then why are you're you not foolish. supporting her? You're, 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 you're Look at that. You're, you're,
3: that's, That's all he pronounced. I'm not? Yes, it. I am. I
1: identify as a woman. I'm transgender, oh, right. so Where I can be. Too? Oh, so you don't believe that I'm trans? No. So you're I, against you know trans? See, these mean. people are against trans rights, so you don't oh, believe that oh, I'm oh, transgender? I, oh, identify I identify as Alexandria Stein. Look at these bigots. You're pretty.
3: Yeah, but right. you don't know. My,
1: my penis is so t- tight right now, I am 100% tranny. Tranny.
3: I'm 100% transsexual. So call me Alexandra. I'm a do you guys like when Leah
1: Thomas uh, competes against women and
3: Tony? You guys don't like you know, women. You have so? such a nice smile. I know. I'm a nice guy. I'm I'm away for from us. not, not for Yeah, but look, you guys are all white. Sorry. You guys are all white. You're that's complaining about, you're complaining about you're complaining what? You're right. complaining about racism and you're white. Like, well, how can you talk about race? That's all you can do is call people Look at your mirrors. mouth,
1: dude. Look at all that gross yeah. stuff in your mouth, dude. It's disgusting. Are you yeah, okay? So, so dude, that's, look at all that that all you have to do? Is that all you have to do? all that nasty stuff in your mouth. You look disgusting. Smile. Smile. Look at that. Look at that. Gross busted mouth. Oh, what are you going to do about it? You're on a public street. What are you going to do about it? How tall are you, dude? How tall are you? You're exploiting your children by bringing them here. They don't have any idea about Marjorie Taylor Greene. You're such a delusional loser. You're forcing your kids to be here. And are you pregnant? Her kids want to be here, dumbass. Are you pregnant? Your fucking are you gonna get an abortion? Look,
3: Nazis you... don't live here, Nick Bregnan. Nazis no, you... don't live here, Nick Bregnan. Can't hear you a little louder. Love lives here!
1: <laughs> know that. Love, no, I you know don't You don't know believe that. kids are getting myocarditis and pericarditis?
3: I didn't say that people don't have side effects sometimes.
1: Oh, so so they do have side effects in the back? I the not not. Well, that was a little footage from my weekend in Idaho, and you know, this is the thing, when I go to a lot of protests, I, that's, I'm that's i primetime, nah, 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 and I'm the protest pimp, I'm the pimple ball protest. When I go there, you know, you can honestly, it's almost like uh, there's a saying, central casting, you could cast this protester, uh, you know, for a freaking movie, because a lot of times they are paid by like Media Matters or some sort of like George Soros fil- philanthropical group or some crap that pays these protesters to go out there at least pay one person to organize a protest. But this protest was much different than protests in past. You know, usually I'm dealing with like the blue haired freaks, but in Idaho, these were all basically kind of like more affluent white people that were out there, not only protesting against Marjorie Taylor Greene for being a racist, like they were ever a victim of her racism, but saying that Marjorie Taylor Greene advocates for violence. Now, listen, <laughs> that's just provably false. <laughs> what... Politician, I mean, I'm mean, i just laughing. What politician has ever advocated for violence, other than the ones on the left, other than the ones that taught people how to protest, other than the ones during you know the George Floyd riots, like Kamala Harris, they were actually making bail bond funds to actually pay for the criminals that went to jail during these protests. So listen, uh, you know, people calling for violence, nobody wants violence, even the people on the left. You know, maybe they secretly want it, but outwardly, they cannot use this as as an excuse to hate Marjorie Taylor Greene, like she wants to kill or hurt people. Those are the people that want to kill and hurt people because they, those are the people that are pro-abortion. We got to save the lives of the unborn children because you notice with the one protester that was pregnant or really heavy, I don't know which one, it's hard to tell. She said, exact words, she's pro-choice, loves abortion, exact, exact words, everybody is happy that they were born. Duh. And literally, we are afforded life liberty, and the pursuit of happiness here in the United States. So the right to life is the first thing that's afforded to us. So we got to let these little babies live. And I know there's more pressing issues in the world than just abortion. And I know oftentimes I'm making content talking about abortion when The world is absolutely on fire. We got chemical spills, poisoning people, animals dying. We have massive inflation, energy and food shortages coming up. And we have a a global deep state government that is leading America into an absolute nightmare. What I call a controlled demolition on purpose in order to create a one world government. And the only way that happens is by destabilizing America. So put on your tinfoil hat. America, we ain't doing too good right now. I'm a little worried if you ask me. But we luckily have the greatest president of all time, 81 million vote getter, Joe Biden. So you know things are gonna be A-OK when Joe Biden and Hunter Biden are in charge. Because listen, who doesn't get the job done a little better when they smoke a little crack before? I know I do, listen, I mean, come on, a little crack never hurt anybody. As a matter of fact, I put a little crack in my coffee in the morning just to, you know, wake me up, take the edge off. But you know what also takes the edge off in this crazy world? is financial security. And 2022 was the worst year for the stock market since 2008. What does 2023 hold? And do you really want all your eggs in that basket? Get diversified in your assets. And you can do that at bullionmax.com Alex. At bullionmax.com Alex, you can buy physical gold and silver bars and coins. They'll ship them directly to your home, fully insured. There you can store them in your safe for a time. You might really need it. You have a fire extinguisher at your house that are easy to reach to prevent your house from burning down. You hope you never have to use one. But you'll sure be grateful if you have one, if the worst should happen. What if your financial house burns down? If paper money becomes worthless? If the stock market completely collapses? Wouldn't it be nice to have something for your emergencies? Start building your reserve at bullionmax.com slash Alex. They put together a silver starter kit just for you. Listen to this. You're going to get solid one-ounce silver American Eagle, a Buffalo Round, even an Australian silver kangaroo. This is the best way to get started with diversifying your savings. Go to bullionmax.com slash Alex today. That's how we do it here, guys. We do the ad read. We mix it up. It's kind of like how when I give my cat medicine, sometimes I'd like to crush it up. I crush up the pill and I put it in the cat's food. That way we can constantly be giving you content. And we got to pay the bills because I'm primetime 99. What do you think? You think this suit's free? You think this blimp was free? No, we got bills to pay. You know how we pay those bills? It's through your support in the chat right now. A lot of guys, you guys don't think the show's live. Let me pull it out. No, no, this is live. We're live pimp on a blimp. Let me see. Let's see. Uh, 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 better than nothing. Never mind. I'll answer that. I see you guys in the chat. Look, Mr. J, Lizard, I see you guys. The show is live. If you guys want to support the show, then spread it share it get other people in the chat we need like-minded individuals and we need people that don't think like us to come here and actually express their viewpoints because i don't want this show to uh, operate inside of a vacuum i don't want some you know right-wing only conservative viewpoint show i want everybody's viewpoint whether it is a good viewpoint or not i want to entertain all angles you know, I'm primetime nine I love the angles. I got to work every angle in life. You see me at these protests. I'm thinking, what's the safest angle? What's the funniest angle? I'm constantly angleizing. I analyze the angles. That's what separates me and these other jabronis out there. Because let me tell you something. I'm one of one. I- I'm no cookie cutter uh, uh, like you're going to get. You can't just buy me off the shelf. You got to be primetime nine and custom made, custom paid. Tonight's episode, though, we're going to we're going to talk to a lot of great people, uh, especially we have a really incredible guest, and I don't know if he's ready yet. I, I I'm not sure. Yeah, Alex.
4: Yes, Alex, mom. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. So, um, did you did you try to prank Troy Nels again? Because. I think he thinks that this is a bit because he is ghosting us right now so like did Dontarius send him another naked picture like no I wait, are you serious right now he's not answering it. Congressman Nelson yeah is- well we're being dead serious but like I, I mean did you think he was going to bring in another naked man into his office like
1: no I don't think he did that wait 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 you're being serious you're telling me the congressman right now is standing us up what in the world is going on well, you, you should be- call him
4: out you should facetime him right now and be like what the heck's going wait, on Congressman Nelson texting- I thought we were cool
0: <laughs> oh what uh-
4: uh, he's asking for Zoom. For well, Zoom? Yes. He gave us yes. his Skype name. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's send him a Zoom. Yeah, Google. just send me that, but we can give some context on him and Don, your wife's No, boyfriend. no, no. We'll send him a Zoom link. Of course we don't have this
1: ready. Okay, so of course we don't have the congressman on uh, on Zoom, because, you know, this is the fourth episode of Primetime 99 Alex
3: and we're always making mistakes, Every- Freaking second! The audio's messed up! The, the freaking gas like Zoom other than Skype! We can't get one freaking thing right!
1: <laughs> okay, okay, that was actually pretty good, Chris. You did a good job with that sound effect. I'm mm-hmm. having a mental breakdown. I'm out here, I'm out here, so, oh, I'm gonna have a congressman on. Oh, I'm gonna be talking to this big dog congressman and guess
3: what? We F it up somehow!
1: You know what? Because that's what I'm an expert at. I'm an expert at being insane, and I'm an expert at messing stuff up. Even this show, a lot of people watch this, oh, you know what, I don't have high hopes for this. Oh, I think this show's gonna get canceled. You know what, you might be right. You might be right. Because every day, I come to the place, I get here early, and I grind my ass off. Why? For you. But do you appreciate it? Not always. Some people do, and I really respect the ones that do. The ones that don't, I hope you're wrong. I hope we last forever. Because that is part of this relationship with the blaze. And now a lot of people, you know, actually, I'd like to get this. This being the fourth episode, we probably should address it before the congressman comes on. You know, a lot of people have been upset. If you've noticed, primetime with Alex Stein is actually the graveyard of a once great show, You Are Here. Now you're like, what is a show You Are Here? Now, that was a show with Elijah Schaefer and Sydney Watson that ended up, you know, getting basically canceled because the host, you know, whatever, they didn't want to continue to do the show for whatever reason. So that channel was a very successful show. The Blaze... Rebranded that channel to Primetime with Alex. Stein. You ask yourself why, but all that content's gone. No, every single episode of You Are Here is available. You become a Blaze TV subscriber behind the paywall. You can see every single show. So, for the people that are complaining that they miss all the You Are Here episodes, this is a business, baby. We got bills to pay. You can go behind the paywall and you can see every single episode. And if you're mad, if you don't like Primetime with 99, eh, you don't like this at all, turn it off, unsubscribe. I want you here, I need you here. I would love it if you would stay and watch the show and participate in the chat. But if you don't want to, we're not gonna twist your arm, dog. This is a, this is a you can do whatever you want. This is a libertarian mindset. We're not gonna try to transition your children and we're not gonna try to transition your taste. So if you like Primetime 99, if you don't like Primetime 99, I just ask you to give it a chance before you say goodbye. Because even even water can wash away a stone with time. So, you know, that's all you need to know. If water is more powerful than a stone, sometimes, I mean, it's pretty, pretty powerful. But myself, I'm a powerful person. I sit here. I don't think I need a guest. You think I need a guest? Now I can sit here and talk all day. I have mental health issues. I got a lot to say. And guess what? They're trying to censor me. They try to kick me off every single thing I try to do. They're always trying. That's why on Twitter, I have to freaking always subtweet other people's tweets. They're always reporting me. So if you guys want to help us fight against this new world order or this liberal world order, Come and support Primetime, na Alex Stein. So I know we're still trying to get the congressman on the show. Of course, you know, like I said, this is a live show. Everybody's, oh, it's not live. It's well, not live.
4: Alex, sh- let's at least show your wife's boyfriend visiting him. Because Don Terry, con- so, I mean, that's do we a have classic a classic clip? Do we have can a sot of Don Terry's? Can, can we throw to that sot?
1: Yes, he, c- yes we can. We can throw to it, but I'm trying to get the congressman on.
4: Here, I'll give I'm texting you his email right now. He just... Yep, I yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm emailing his rep. I, I really think he thought you were pranking him, Alex, which yeah, is completely I, understandable. I don't think so.
1: I don't think I don't think Troy Nell thought that. I'm friends with Troy Nell. Everybody knows I'm a prankster, but I think he was going to come on the show. Listen, All right,
4: I, I'm emailing him, but let's let's play the let's play the SOT while I email him because it is funny as hell. But Donterious. wouldn't
1: the sot be better with the congressman on the air? I well, mean, I know you're the producer, it's, but i It's a 15 second clip. Okay, play the 15 second clip. Gosh yes. Almighty, I, Jimmy, you are. Sometimes I just, if, if luckily here at The Blaze, this is a real business so I can't physically attack you, but if I could, trust me, I would have you in a stranglehold half the time. IP, This is real pimp on a blimp, alright guys, so my wife's boyfriend and Congressman Nelson come together. Yeah, okay, no, we gotta go, they're kicking us out, okay, okay, we gotta go, do. get out of here, we gotta go, Don Terrence, do. get out go, of here. We go, here, we're oh, getting kicked oh, out. I'm hey, sorry. Going? And see what people don't realize is this is the Longfellow building in Washington, D.C., on Capitol Hill, next to the Capitol, next to Troy Nels' office is actually uh, George Santos, the guy that lied about his mom perishing in the 9-11 attacks. So we are at the most exclusive place, arguably, in the country, Capitol Hill, where, you know, the security is absolutely insane. But Primetime 99, Alex Stein, if there's a will, there's a way. And that's why I brought my wife's boyfriend, Dontarius, to D.C. to get some help because all these fat cat politicians, all they want to do is send more money to the Ukraine. When we have so many people here in America struggling, we have so many people that aren't able to actually live the American dream because the American dream is being subverted by all the people in Washington, D.C., by giving away all of our money, basically, to foreign powers that don't care about us, and guess what, guys? Here at the Primetime 99 Alex Dyan Show, we care about you. We care about even our enemies. We care about them all because the world is is a tough, tough place. And I hope that this show can make you laugh a little bit, maybe even make you cry, or make you question the reality in which you live in. Because I'll be honest, sometimes I have trouble, de- you know, deciphering: is this real? Is this fake? Am I being trolled? You know, like I said, I was in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. People don't realize that is the home of Rachel Dolezal, who is the most famous, uh, what they call black fishing. That's where a white person pretends to be black. Now Rachel Dolezal was the head of the NAACP in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and she wasn't an actual African American woman. That is just an indication or an analogy for what's happening all over the world. You don't even know what's real or fake. You don't know if I'm really a lunatic, you know, liberal when I wear my five masks and I go in front of a city council meeting and I give you my Fauci, ouchie dance. We're having trouble, you know, deciphering real and fake because reality is stranger than fiction. That's right. The real world is stranger than any Hollywood writer could write. And this is how I know this. This is how I know this. Because tonight we have a very special guest, a guy who I actually consider a mentor of mine, Bubba the Love Sponge. But he was actually at one of the top broadcasters, literally on Sirius XM. He lost his his spot and kind of had to rebuild his whole entire empire all because of his relationship with Hulk Hogan. So we're going to get into that. But I'm just saying it's just so crazy. Some of the stuff that we're saying in this world. It doesn't even sound real. I spit it out that we have a guest that got sued by his best friend, Hulk Hogan, for a leaked sex tape. Just saying, it's insane. We're gonna get into that later this evening. But I'm getting word, I'm getting word that we have our next guest on and they're getting set up right now. Like I say, we do this on the fly, guys. I mean, you gotta give us a little bit of leeway because, you know, pimping ain't easy. A lot of people think, oh, it's easy. I can just become a pimp. It's not, not easy. It's challenging but I need a good challenge. I actually, uh, I think I operate better when the heat is on and when I'm on a deadline to, you know, get the job done. And every night with a live show is a deadline to get the job done for you, the people watching at home. So I just want to say I love you so much. Okay, we're bringing on our next guest, guys. He's an incredible guy. Oh, okay. Well, we got the congressman on, the one, the only. Listen, Congressman Troy Nels is a representative out of Texas. But what I like to call him is I call him the czar of the cigar, the one, the only Rep. Troy Nels. Sheriff, welcome
5: to the program this evening. Alex, I appreciate you. Now, I'm inside my house. Please understand that. And my beautiful bride says, baby, get on the back porch to smoke that cigar I don't smoke in the house because I don't want to offend my dogs. I don't want to offend my dog.
1: <laughs> okay, but no, tell me this, Troy, you know what my favorite thing about you, and I, I say this to everybody, I don't know if you know this much about me, is my family, we're in the bail bond business. I'm an actual, I'm actually a licensed bail bonds and I still write in a few counties. And you, as being a sheriff, especially one in Texas, you, you know, people don't realize that's an incredibly powerful position. So I ask you, for me, when I look at the problems of society, you look at New York, you look at L.A., a lot of it is bail reform where now they don't have a bail bond and that's responsible for these criminals to go to court. So for you, what do you think about bail reform personally as a sheriff that actually knows what the bail bond business is and what it's about?
5: Well, that's a great question. I've had opportunities to address the national board. They talk, and I'm gonna go to, uh, matter of fact, New Orleans here in, in, in the month of April to talk to the national board about bail bonds, because it's very, very important. Number one, this is the problem we have, is when you have liberal judges that are elected in various states, they seem to just abuse this bail bond system. Many of them feel that the criminal justice system is broken and they feel it has uh, an adversarial effect against the minority communities. So what do they do? They find violent criminals, they blame society for their crimes and they let them out, they release them on very little bail or no bail at all. No, and then these individuals out there Alex are committing more crimes. City of Houston's a great example. Many of these liberal judges have let these violent criminals back out on the streets only to recommit murder, aggravated robbery, assault, all of it, and it's shameful and something must be done here in the great state of Texas, and I think there's legislation that's gonna hold these judges accountable. Well,
1: I hope so, Troy, because this is the problem, is you know, now even on Google, they say that bail bonds are racist, you can't advertise. And for somebody it's like playing at home, if you haven't been to jail a lot, you might not know what a bail bond is. But basically, when you go to jail, a bail bond is an insurance underwriter. They're responsible that you're gonna to go to every single court date, and if you miss a court date, they're gonna make sure that you go to your next one, or else they're gonna forfeit the bond amount. So what we do is we charge a, a small premium, usually 10%, sometimes less. So what people don't realize is they say, oh, well, African-Americans or, or, you know, excuse me, marginalized people cannot get out of jail because a bondsman won't write that bond. That's not the case, Troy. Usually the case is they've been uh, bailed out of jail five or six times and their family's done bailing them out. It's not it has nothing to do with racism or money. So as a sheriff, do you think that a lot of these sheriffs, are they even handcuffed? Are they afraid to arrest people because they know that they're just going to get out? Like, are they motivated to actually fight crime as an ex-sheriff, in your opinion, Troy?
5: Well, Alex, I would hope that we have sheriffs across the country that are not uh, uh, arresting people based upon the dysfunctional bail bond system that we have. Now, listen, we have several. I was a sheriff here for eight years. We have several bonding companies in Fort Bend County. There is a bail bond board that consists of an actual elected judge and members that uh, that uh, participate in this bond and that provide bonds. And it's a very competitive business. I don't want to say the bail bond people are are cutthroat, but 10 percent is the right number. But what we do know, Alex, is there were some that were saying, we'll do it for five. We'll do it for They're less than for that. They're
1: doing for two. So, Troy, there's a guy well, right now. He's a top guy. He's doing it for 2%. He's financing. Listen, business-wise, I, I'm not going to hate on it, but basically, he's becoming a bank. So listen, there are a lot of cutthroat people. I'm not saying every bail bonds is not, you know, is a great person. As a matter of fact, my dad's good friends with Dog the Bounty Hunter. And they used to talk about how uh, oftentimes they would find a skip tracer. They'd try to find the guy. If they couldn't find the guy, they used to take his car and you know, impound his car. i say, just saying, you know, it's it's a seedy business is you're trying to get collateral back where you actually are legally allowed to take a person's house. Like they've had stories where people were living in a trailer and you know bail agents have taken people's trailers. So I'm saying like, that's not a good thing. Bail bonds do get some sort of a, a bad reputation, but sheriffs like yourself are the people that are in charge and making sure that the bail bonds and follow rules. So that's why I asked you about it. Okay, so enough about
5: yeah, bail reform. But it's, but it's- Alex, they serve a purpose. So oh buddy, if we didn't have bail bonds, people ain't gonna have 100% of the bail. So to be able to reach out to a bail bondsman and say you only need to come up with 10% of a thousand dollars, you can get people out of jail. It's a good thing. The bail bond system is a good thing. It can be a great thing. We just got to make sure that the bad actors are being held accountable and responsible.
1: Yeah. And that's why I'm so happy that I have a friendship with you because listen, Troy, you're actually a you know, AOC is so popular. A lot of these other politicians are popular, but I want Troy Nels to be the breakout congressman of 2023, and I'm sure you want that for yourself. But you are an American first guy, and that's what I really respect about you: is that you're not you're you're a man of the people. You don't have a lot of this elitist stuff that, like, you know, AOC or even people on the right that have. You're a, a down to earth guy. Why do you think that is? Because you started in law enforcement. Is that why you don't have a huge ego, Troy?
5: Well, I come from humble beginnings. I'm not 35 years old. I'm 55 years old and I can manage my expectations. Washington is broken. I knew that when I got up here, you have 434 other unique personalities up here. And so that's why I fought very, very hard to to get on two committees that I really can enjoy. And that is now I'm on judiciary. So we're going to fight like hell and talk about the board and do everything we can to hold, you know, the DOJ and the FBI accountable for going after God fearing American citizens. Uh, Shameful what those organizations have done. And matter of fact, tomorrow, Alex, I have an early flight. I'm flying to Ohio to look at that trail derailment. You know, I I'm the chairman now over all the the railroads, pipelines, and hazmat. So a lot of information that's being circulated throughout the country on that train derailment with Norfolk Southern. I'm going to get up there on the ground with my staff to let the American people know what's really taking place because you can't trust the dishonest media.
1: No, you really can't. And there's just so many unanswered questions with that because we don't know the long-term effects of burning off all those chemicals. And I'm sure you're not a scientist. I'm not a scientist. So we might not know for years. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying this investigation is just getting started. So I'm so happy that you're out there actually fighting against it. Okay, so Troy, you know, we've been so serious though. Uh, tell us, DC, you know, I know you met my wife's boyfriend. We've had a great time and stuff. Uh, uh, what is the worst thing that's happened to you on Capitol Hill besides me coming to your office? Like, tell us kind of What's something, what's a bad experience? Like AOC would say the worst thing is she was sexually harassed by me. What's like a day, what's one of the worst days you've had on Capitol Hill, Troy, personally?
5: Well, f- first off, it was truly an honor and a privilege to meet your wife's <laughs> boyfriend, Dontarius. Yeah. What a great fella, what a great guy. Very this guy, is salt it. of the earth guy, he uh, loves you, Troy. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know if you read my book, The Big Fraud. I have a book. It came out. It took me 14 months to write Trump endorsement. It's a fantastic book. Went to number one on Amazon under elections. But the Capitol Police, I've been a very vocal critic of January 6th. Leader McCarthy asked me to be one of the five on that select committee. Jim Jordan, myself, Jim Bank, Kelly Armstrong, Roddy Davis. And so I've been very critical of the leadership of the Capitol Police as it relates to January 6th. And I think the Capitol Police were so upset, they spied on me. They entered my office. They were taking pictures of my whiteboard. The Capitol Police have been conducting criminal investigations on me because I've been very, very concerned about their planning and their coordination for January 6th. I blame their leadership team for January 6th. And I've been very vocal critic of the killing, the murder of Ashley Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt was murdered that day by a gentleman named Lieutenant Byrd. And I've been very vocal. I've been very critical. It never went to a grand jury. And I said, this is ridiculous. All law enforcement shootings should go into a front in front of a grand jury. That one never did. And I was a sheriff. I had individuals shoot and kill people. I've had deputies uh, get shot and killed in this county. Everything should go to a grand jury. That was an investigation that was too quick. Too quick, never went to a grand jury and shameful because Ashley Babbitt should be alive today. No, you're 100% right.
1: I'm so happy because, listen, she's a veteran. She's an American patriot. As a matter of fact, I, I believe if you watch the footage, she was actually trying to stop people from actually going into the, you know, the whatever the, I don't know what the proper terminology or whatever the hall is. I'm just saying, Ashley the Babbitt... Speakers went, lobby. Yeah, speaker's the Speaker's Lobby. Yeah, the Speaker's Lobby. It's
5: she, called the Speaker's Lobby,
1: the, the Speaker's... I gotta learn. See, that's why I have a congressman on. Tell me. I'm just saying she was actually one of the good ones and she dies and we don't hear anything about it. So so I'm just so happy that you're actually speaking up. And, and I'll be honest, like, you know, we're not wearing our tinfoil hats. When I went to your office, Troy, they were on me like white on rice. They were, i mean to say I couldn't go anywhere without the Capitol police watching me, following me, even though I was allowed to be there just the way they were watching. So I'm sure you're under investigation. So that has to make you feel like a threat. Now, I'm about to let you go, but tell us, how are we going to go after the Biden crime family? Because really, you know, now Joe Biden is, is kind of senile, he's kind of old. Is it even worth taking him out, which I'd like to see, but but or do we just let him go out to pasture and then we kind of fight that fight with Donald Trump in 2024? W- what is your opinion on the Biden crime family? How do we solve that issue?
5: Well, I'll let you know, Alex, that I let the Capitol Police know that I gave you a key to my office. You and Ontarius. Yeah. Go in there anytime. Have a nice cigar. Enjoy the setting. Just come on in at any time. You have a key. Thank you, As George. it relates to the, cri- the Biden crime family, they're the most corrupt family we've had to ever hold the highest office in our nation's country. And I truly, truly believe that I was at the State of the Union I want to give Joe Biden twenty five dollars for his reelect <laughs> because I want him to be the Republican or the Democrat nominee. Because because I tell you something, Joe uh, Joe Biden is is not fit to serve. If the Democrats want to put him up and make him their nominee, I would welcome it. Uh, certainly would welcome that idea because Donald Trump is going to be able to wipe him up. Donald Trump is going to beat Joe Biden like he did in twenty twenty. He beat him in twenty twenty. Donald Trump's coming back in 2024, he's the leader of our party, and he can make America great again, again. So I I am very concerned about the direction in our country, and we have to get the White House back. Every decision we make in Congress, as the majority, everything that we do what Speaker McCarthy needs to be in the best interest to get the White House back in 2024. Well, Troy, listen, I'm going to let you go.
1: Thank you so much. I please, I would hope you'd come back on again and I really loved your joke when you were on with my biological father, Tucker, about there's a lot of other politicians that like cigars uh, on Capitol Hill, and I know you're one of them. Bill Clinton is another one, but I'm just telling you, that joke, Troy, you're a freaking comedian. You are, I know you're a congressman, but when you retire from politics, you need to go into comedy, Troy. What do you got? What do you got? to do? I
5: watch all your videos. I watch you in front of the city con- the city <laughs> hall council. and, and, and talk in the city council. I'm learning from you, Alex. Well, I'm Troy, you, you. you don't have much to learn. You're the man. I'm so happy to call your friend. I can't up- twerk like you, Alex. I cannot twerk like you. I just can't do it. You can't twerk twer- like this. Twer- no, not everybody can twerk like that. I can't do that, Alex. It's a be- oh, my goodness. It's genetics. Alex. I just can't do that.
1: It's genetics. All right, Troy, have a good evening. Tell your wife hello. And Dautarius and my wife are watching right now, so they, they, they say hello as well. So, See you soon. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Troy. Great to be on Primetime 99. God bless. I love it. Guys, that's Troy Nell. a congressman out of Texas. He's an incredibly awesome guy. One of the very few that are actually on Capitol Hill that actually care about America. And he cares about Texas. And as a Texan. You know, I'm getting a little biased towards the guys that actually want to help my home state, and especially the drug and sex trafficking we didn't even get to at the border. I know we talked about bonds, but okay, we got to bring on our next guest, guys. Uh, Listen, I want to educate everyone uh, on some new... Okay, before we get to our next guest, uh, I want to go through this really quick. These are some uh, new slurs that are harming society. Daily Mail just published an article uh, that I have, and I want to tell you all about it real quick. we got to go through it fast. All right. It's entitled full list of all 24 harmful terms scientists want to ban, including female survival of the fittest and invasive. Here's what they want you to say instead. I looked up a few harmful terms that are actually listed in the article. All right. First, they say the word gypsy is a racial slur used to incite violence against Romanian people. But the replacement word Sounds way more offensive. Instead of gypsies, they say that they should be called spongy moths. I wish I was making this up. They want them to call. They want us to call gypsies spongy moths. What? That sounds insane. We're not going to do that. All right. And the next one. Now let's go to the next one. The next one's actually horrifying. They say the word rape is harmful because it equates rape with reproductive strategy rather than a violent and traumatic act. The replacement word forced copulation. It literally sounds like they're trying to not offend rapists, which makes me very suspicious about the author of this article. What the heck? Why are we defending rapists? All right. Now, this is the last one I can get down with. All right. Now, this one I can, I can buy with this. It says instead of using the word virgin, we should use the word unmated. So now when I tell people I'm unmated, I sound way less pathetic. All right. And let's be honest, you know, a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. I am not a virgin. I got lucky. And there was a, you know, a woman in Las Vegas that I was able to, you know, exchange some goods and services. And I, I'm not a virgin any longer. And let me tell you something, it was the worst mistake of my life. So if you're out there and you're debating on whether or not losing your virginity, keep it, hold it tight. Don't let it go. It's your last hope in this digital nasty world is to keep that sanctity of your soul all right with our next uh, our next segment we're going to bring on our next guest he's known as the biggest distributor of misinformation <laughs> on all of planet earth and he also may be a domestic terrorist because he called Rachel Levine man of the year please welcome on the founder of the Babylon Bee the one the only Seth Dillon welcome to the show Seth how are you doing my friend
6: I'm good, Alex. How are you?
1: Okay. It's so good to see you. And Seth, you know, people don't realize you're the brains behind. I mean, I know you're not necessarily the creative brains, but you're the ones that, I mean, not saying you're not creative. I'm just saying you're the ones that make sure the operation, uh, you know, keeps going. They want to make sure that your train doesn't derail. So tell me this, the people coming after you, Joe Rogan kind of got onto you about the abortion stuff. Do you feel like you have a target on your back sometimes, Seth?
6: I guess sometimes. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm more of like... When it comes to like the creative stuff, yeah, I stand behind the funny people and tell them to be funnier. I mean, that's kind of my job, I guess. And then, and then I withhold their pay if they don't. <laughs> um, you know, I. I, I Joe Rogan wasn't coming at me, really, I don't think. I don't think that we were, like, um, it really fight. adversaries yeah. in most of that conversation. You know, he wanted to try to find something he could disagree with me on, and I think that was one issue where we actually have disagreement, because everything else we were agreeing on. I don't think it's a good look for him to bring conservatives like me onto his show and agree with us on everything. So he's got to find things to disagree with us about. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, you know it did get a little heated in that conversation, but we did, I think, come around to at least some kind of understanding where he saw where I was coming from, which is good. Um, we definitely have a target on our back though, because I think we're making the jokes you're not supposed to make. And when you do that, yeah, people get upset about it. They're, they're not offended for real. Most of the time it's fake offense. It's they're feigning indignations that they can use their outrage as a, as a weapon to bludgeon you into silence and submission.
1: No, it's victimhood where everybody wants to be a victim. Why do you think that is in your opinion, Seth? Like why, why do we have this victimhood mentality?
6: Well, again, I mean, it's a weapon. It's it's a it's a it's a way of uh, engaging in speech control. I think that if you present yourself as a victim and you've been harmed by somebody, then instead of engaging their ideas and actually refuting them or dealing with their arguments, you can have them silenced. And it's, so, it's a manipulation thing. It's a tactic. I don't think it's really you know a genuine uh, situation, especially when when jokes are involved, where the where people are actually so deeply offended by these things that they're hurt as if jokes are actually violence. It's absurd. It's it's speech suppression under the guise of offense.
1: Yeah, no, you're exactly right. I mean, the, the literally jokes are getting censored. I mean, you guys making a joke on Twitter and you know, Babylon B is a satirical organization. They know that Twitter knows that and they still suspend you. So, I mean, for me, I'm just saying being effective. I think comedy is the only way to kind of break through that mass formation hypnosis or whatever you want to call it. So it's like, do you think comedy is their biggest threat, the establishment's biggest threat in your opinion?
6: I think probably it's one of the biggest threats and for the simple reason that tyrants have never been able to stand mockery. You know, mockery exposes foolishness in a way that nothing else does. And when they're hypocritical, when they're fools, when they're, when they're, when they're trying to uh, impose on us these terrible, bad ideas that are going to be harmful. Um, you know, mockery exposes that, and and it makes them look silly, and it and it makes them it makes them appear to be weaker than they. It appears to make them as weak as they actually are, and so you know I think it's very effective.
1: Well, Seth. Okay, so listen, my producer, he spent a lot of time coming up with uh, uh, some his version of Babylon bees remake of Disney movies, so I want to kind of run some of these ideas past you. We're going to get into your February 24th speaking engagement, but, but before we get into that, I just want to come up with, these are six modernized Disney plot twists from Disney Classics, and we're going to flash them on the screen and explain the plot. You tell me if it's funny or not, and I know if my producer did it, it's probably not funny because he is a serious nincompoop who should stop (laughs) trying to kiss all of our guests' ass. And I don't mean to cuss, Jimmy, but seriously, Seth Dillon's not going to hire you. You're stuck working for me here at The Blaze. But okay, with that, though, Seth, let's give it a try. Let's see. So let's try this one. I don't know if you can put this on the screen. So this we call... Frozen 2, Elsa Goes to Liberal Arts College. This is the sequel to Frozen, and it involves Elsa leaving her magical kingdom to pursue a college education. Upon arriving on campus, she discovers that despite her limitless wealth, she's a victim because she's a woman. She cuts and dyes her hair, stops exercising to fit in with her new wealthy white colleagues who are also victims. She embarks against the evil pro-life students who don't like killing babies and gets a Greta Thunberg tattoo on her butt cheek. So, is this Babylon Bee material? Yes or no? Be honest. Per- Please bash my producer.
6: You're asking me if this is funny enough to be on the bee? Yes. I, I actually, I liked your line about how she stopped exercising to fit in. <laughs> okay,
1: one good line, Jimmy. Okay, mark that down. You got one good line. Okay, here's the next one. So, mark that down.
6: I, I, ch- I chuckled. I literally chuckled when I heard that. I thought that was funny. Like what?
1: Okay, Jimmy. <laughs> Seth Dillon says, this
4: guy... That just made my life, Seth. That's what I'm
1: saying. Seth Dillon, I mean, he really has that (laughs) taste for comedy. Like, he knows. You know what I mean? He's like a a sommelier of comedy. All right. Now, this is the next one. This is what (laughs) we call Ariel's New Vagina. It's a reimagined perspective on The Little Mermaid, except Ariel comes out as trans species and navigates telling her friends and family that she's abandoning fish genitalia in favor of her brand-new human vagina.
6: That's a no for me,
1: dog. Okay, that's a no, dog, Jimmy. <laughs> that's a no, and burn yourself. Light a cigarette and burn yourself with it. All right, uh, beauty. Okay, this is our second one. This is beauty in the climate activist. Rather than a grotesque beast, Bell courts a grotesque climate activist, and uh, the romantic dates involve throwing soup on priceless paintings and letting their armpit hair grow wild. Babylon B, <laughs> yes or no?
6: I like that one, yes. A, a grotesque climate activist is is certainly beastly, so that makes sense.
1: Okay, guys, Jimmy, you're doing okay. All right, yeah, we're almost I, done. We're, the, we're I gonna let the you go, said hair was clever. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't yeah, say talk. Uh, please don't talk ever again. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, okay, please stop talking, thank you. All right. Instead of finding Nemo, this is this is the one I like. Nemo finds himself, where his first grade teacher, a pufferfish, played by Kevin Spacey, teaches him about his own sexuality. <laughs>
6: <laughs> you had me at Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh, that was, Jimmy! That's good, yeah.
1: You're making Seth laugh! I can't believe it, Seth. I cannot freaking believe it. I think this is our last one. I can't believe you actually laughed. I think he's being nice to you, Jimmy. I really think he's... Uh,
6: I, had, I had a drink before I came on, so maybe that's the explanation. Okay, that's it. Know. Yeah, he's,
1: he's, he's wasted. No, we're kidding. Obviously, you're not. But that's the only way Jimmy gets laughs, laughs is if people are, are uh, obliterated drunk. No, we're kidding. Obviously, uh, Seth is not drunk. Okay, this is one of our last, uh, last ones. Never
6: been drunk in my life.
1: Okay, yeah, well, this is, you're safe. Your secret's safe here. Nobody's watching. All right, this is what? Hashtag Me Too Snow White. (laughs) In this modernized perspective, Snow White seeks to cancel and ruin Prince Charming's life because he kissed her without explicit consent.
6: That sounds like something Disney might actually do. You see, that... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but that's that's good satire, though, because satire just kind of rides on the back of the truth, and, and you know, it's exaggerating reality. I, it's believable, yeah.
1: Okay, all right. Is this our last one, Jimmy, or do we have two more? Yeah, this, this is the last one. All right, this is the last. I keep saying it's the last one. I, mean, I know Seth has got to go. He's in that beautiful house. He's a busy man. Okay, this is the last one. Rather than a hunter killing Bambi's mom, she gets killed from a new variant because she, she refused her fourth booster Thumper, the Pfizer rabbit, leads Bambi on a magical adventure of getting boosted as many times as possible. It's called Bambi Gets Boosted. What do you
6: think? See, that sounds that sounds more like a game. Like that would be actually like a I don't know an iPad game or something like that that you play when you're bored than than a than a film. Um, right. But I but I like it. Yeah, Bambi gets boosted. But why is the COVID variant the deadly thing? That the the the, the the booster is what should be killing Oh, these the booster,
1: uh, false, uh, uh, said. the booster's the most safe and effective thing for 8 billion people to ever uh, exist. Now, yeah, yeah, almonds, yeah. Oh, almonds, almonds are not, peanuts are not, uh, shellfish are right. not. But the vaccine... COVID's
6: so, very dangerous for the young, and yeah. healthy. Yes, you're right.
1: It is. Yeah. a 99.8% survival rate. And that, listen, I don't like those odds because I'm 99.9. Alright, Seth, I really want to actually complain. I want to say thank you so much for coming on, but you were way too nice to my producer. Now he's going to get a big head <laughs> because you are, like I said, hey. you're a sommelier of comedy. You know what's funny and what's not. Uh, so I really appreciate you coming on and uh, actually Whatever getting my producer is being paid,
6: I'm going to double it. Uh, <laughs> Come work for me
1: now. No! Oh. No! Oh. Before you go there, Seth, Tell us about the live event. February 24th, Fort Worth. You're going to be here in Texas. Before you go, tell us about it.
6: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do have the live event. It's sold out, unfortunately, so I can't pitch it as though you could actually buy tickets and come. Uh, so, sorry. You um, missed out. It's going to be wild. we well, You guys- missed out. It's too late, but we are going to be in Fort Worth on the 24th doing our first ever live event uh, with with fans of ours. We're going to have live sketches on the stage. We're going to reveal some stuff that we're working on. It's going to be a lot of fun, but you can't come.
1: I know you're not allowed to come. All the tickets are sold out. If you didn't (laughs) early adopt to the Babylon Bee, you're too late. Just, you know, stay home and, you know, I guess just twiddle your thumbs because I'm going to be there, Seth. I'm going to be there to see you guys make me laugh with Kyle, with the whole Babylon Bee crew. Have a good evening. Thank you for coming on. I'll talk to you soon, Seth.
6: All right. See you there, man. Come troll us.
1: Yeah. Okay. Come on, man. You know, I'm not going to troll the Babylon lumpy. You guys will kill me. That's the last person. The last people I'm going to go after is you, Seth. All right. Thank you, guys. I'll see you later. See ya. All right, guys. What a freaking show so far. Now, um, uh, I just want to uh, – we got to talk to the producers. Do we have Bubba on? Of course. Okay. But before our, last, uh, uh, before our last guest comes on, luckily we do have a little segment. A little segment. I want to welcome in... Uh, this is a big day. This is a big day. The world just got... One more new vagina. That's right, guys. Here, I stumbled upon, uh, you know, I'm on Twitter. Twitter is one of the most disgusting places in the world. I really would advocate for you to stay off the platform. But I'm on there, and I stumble upon this tweet about somebody talking about how this is the greatest day of their life. And guess what happened that day? This was a trans person. They had surgery to remove their genitals. Now, I don't know if we have that image because this image is dark. Now, this is the tweet. Now, look at this, guys. Look how disgusting that is. I mean, this is a person that is excited. They're happy. They just cut off their wiener. All right. That's one rule that I have. This is a no wiener cutoff zone. If my wiener gets cut off on purpose or accidentally, I have to commit suicide. I don't want to commit suicide. I'm anti-suicide. But my wiener is literally all I have, all right? So if they cut off my cojones, I would not be the person that you're looking and listening to right now. But this person, this person right here, they are so happy. They just literally cut off their genitals because they have gender dysphoria. What is going on? I mean, I get frustrated when little children do this. I get less frustrated when adults do this, but I still get frustrated because I don't understand it. Guys, if you want to transition and you want to appear or dress like a trans person, go ahead. I'm not one of these right wing. Oh, I'm anti-trans. I'm anti, I'm not homophobic. I'm not transphobic. i actually have a libertarian mindset that I want you to let your freak flag fly as long as it's not, you know, a little child. My point is, No problem in the entire world can be solved by you getting a surgery to remove your genitals. You only got one set. You don't get a new one. The doctors might tell you, oh, we're going to be able to use some skin, cut your arm off, and we're going to make you a brand new penis. That's not a penis. And the doctor might say, oh, we're going to be able to cut off your penis, do some insertion, and you're going to have a brand new vagina. That is not a vagina. Okay? You are getting a wound in between your legs that you have to constantly dilate. I am begging you, go on RuPaul's Drag Race. Dress, express yourself however you want. But if you actually go along with cutting off your genitals, I'm telling you, that is a mistake. And you heard it here first. So please, I'm begging you, if you have a penis, if you have some balls, hold on to them because life is short. And you're going to need them. You're going to need them one day. I'm telling you, you're going to need them one day. Okay, do we have Bubba on? The show's almost over. And we still don't have Bubba. Oh, my gosh. All right, of course, you know, this is a primetime 99 Alex Stein show. We've had some hiccups, but overall, the audio's worked good. The vibes on the show has been good. And, and before we go, before we end the show, a lot of people are always getting mad that I don't look at the chat. Now i got to start looking... Okay, of course we got some funny we got some funny sound effects I love that but in the chat we got 1,000 people watching all thousand of you okay I just want to say uh, lifelong medical problems I want to be four inches taller. I love you guys for participating and you know how you guys can help me the most is share this link tell people about this new show prime time with Alex I. Not enough people know about it. They know about me. They know that I go culture jam. They might know that I have an Instagram account that makes funny videos. But they do not know that I have a brand new exclusive podcast, To The Blaze, where you can also get the audio-only version. Please go to Apple Podcasts and make sure to leave a five-star review. Okay, looks like uh, we're having issues with uh, Bubba. I hate that. You know, I, You know, it's funny. You know it's kind of annoying, you, And I'm not going to get mad at my producers or anything. People don't realize this Bubba. The Love Sponge is one of the most legendary broadcasters of all time. Of course, it doesn't work out. But I go on Bubba's show as a regular guest. As a matter of fact, Tucker Carlson used to be a regular show. That's not a joke. Tucker Carlson used to be a regular guest on Bubba's show, and that's kind of why Bubba has me on his show. I'm kind of the baby Tucker. So I go on his show a lot, and I get a lot of grief. So now, with this bit, of course, we're going to get a lot of grief. We couldn't figure it out, but... That's typical of the prime time with Alex Stein show. You want to keep watching because you never know when the next train wreck is going to happen. But tonight, tonight's been relatively smooth. We had, you know, ups and downs. But this evening has been a wild ride. And I really want to thank each and every single one of you for being here tonight. If you guys want to support me, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Make sure to hit that bell. Ring-a-ding-ding-dong. So you get notifications when I go live. We're going to go live Tuesday through Thursday. We got Bubba for a few seconds. Throw it to Bubba
0: right now before we end the show. Bubba! Bubba! The I love wanna, Sponge. I want to cut off I want to cut off my penis with a spork from Burger King. If I have to go through those stupid ass whatever that guy wrote about Bambi and stuff. You're not going to have a show much longer. You might as well do crank calls on my show. Ridiculous, <laughs> Bubba.
1: I can hear you, but we're having trouble putting you on the screen. There, this is the one, the only Bubba, the love sponge. Bubba, do not, okay, do not work me right now. You got to put me over with Erica Merchrick, and they're in the custom RV, Bubba. What the heck are you doing this evening? I'm at my,
0: I'm at, I'm at my racetrack right now. I was out doing my racetrack stuff. I forgot that. We're, I thought it was 8:40 Central, not 7:40. You know we could do this much more efficiently if I was in my million-dollar studios like the Blaze Studios. But, uh, hi, hi, Alec. Bubba, we're gonna do it quick, all right? Let me just tell you something, Bubba. I just wanted to have you on.
1: You've helped me out a lot. I really respect you. You're one of the most legendary broadcasters, and you also got started with Glenn Beck, or then you know similar time as Glenn Beck, the guy that created the Blaze. So to me, you're a very special person, and I think to a lot of hey, people. Hey, man, who, where'd
0: you get that? Where'd you get that set? That set's badass. The blow-up doll. The, the, this is my badass. mom. Can you get me that green? Can I get that program for a green screen, Willie? No, this is no green screen, Willie. This is the real deal, Bubba. i am telling you, this is the real deal. Look, you can see even you can
1: see it's, it booms. This is real. Easy, Look, easy. I'm playing you're the gonna boom bongo. Yourself,
0: you're going to get yourself Slow down. You're going to get yourself fired. I am. Chill out. I am going to get myself Chill fired. Out. I, I am, and I, I have to be very careful. You, but, Bubba, listen. You, but what, who, who, who wrote that? Disney redoes. That was the stupidest stuff I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, the, <laughs> cutting your genital off with a doll fork was okay. But the other stuff was ridiculous. I, that guest was okay. But oh, hold on, they're cranking them up. Listen, they're cranking them up. Can you hear them?
3: A little... A
0: little. Okay, Bubba, every, not everybody gets to have
1: their own racetrack and be a pimp on a blimp like you. Okay, we got to have you on when we have more time and we can talk more freely about all of your radio bits. But tell me this, what is the, what's the what's what's the craziest radio bit other than the pig bit, which people don't know? Oh, and i got to say this, Bubba, before you go, because I'm going to let you go. This is what people don't realize, is that Bubba Clem, the guy that's on the air right now, showed me a video, guys, that could literally break the internet and Bubba has a cachet of content that will be coming out shortly shortly and I predict that Bubba the Love Sponge will be one of the biggest names in 2023 with all of the content that is coming out so Bubba I know we can't really you know tease it we can't say much but I'm telling you do you realize that you are about to have a bigger pop than you've ever had before
0: well it's because of great people like you Alex I, I appreciate all all of what you do for me, and, uh, you know, uh... No, Marge! Stop! Uh,
3: no, this is a YouTube show, Bubba! Uh, all right, hang up on Bubba! I'm little... Bubba, <laughs> Bubba, listen, this is the same guy. We're not trying to do the oral
1: sex bit. I'm gonna get kicked off. This is a Christian conservative zone for a lot of people
3: here, Bubba. God, my first time I have you on the show, you gotta do the blowjob bit, and almost gonna be fine. Hang up on him now! Hang up on Bubba now! Get him
1: off my screen, all right? Enough! with the blowjob gimmicks, all right? Man, I invited a guy on my show. I consider him a mentor. He's trying to get me kicked off YouTube simulating oral sex. And guess what? I'm very pro-oral sex. Right place, right time. So bubba, I'm coming back. We got some heat. That's our show, folks. It's been a wild ride. It was a little bumpy, but just because the flight had a little turbulence doesn't mean the captain didn't get you to your destination safely, and that's what I did. We got you right here, all safe, all ready to go. So listen, please, I beg of you, this is a new show. We need your support. We need you sharing, liking, leaving a comment, even if it's a bad comment, I don't care, oh, you hate my mom bit, oh, you hate this bit. Please, I want your opinion, so we can actually curate the show so it is more enjoyable for you, the viewer at home. So thank you so much. Even though I made fun of Jimmy, did a great job. Mark did a great job. Jake did a great job on camera. Everybody, Chris with the sounds today. Tonight, our fourth episode, one of the more smooth ones, I think. And you know, before we go, a pimp into show the same way every time with that freestyle
3: finale. So DJ, let me hear you hit that beat me down. Every time I'm a pimp, I'm a plan, eating shrimp, every day, I'm a vaccinate this day. I'm a vaccinate the game. I love you guys. Thank you for watching. Please like and subscribe, support. We can't do this without you. I <laughs>